The dirt crumbling into the dust-filled wind was the colour of Michael's attitude. It was tan, dry and lifeless. He stomped his shoes again, and columns of dust swirled away into the barren landscape. He took one more dry-eyed look at the tan nothingness, for, even under the heavy goggles, his eyes felt dried out. There was only so much tan a person's eyes could tolerate. Michael had seen more tan than he cared to remember. The light was diluted and dirty as well. The barren, tan ground was only slightly darker than the tan air which made up the sky. At night, the light was just sucked away into a sick brown colour of unending sameness. Even the fusion truck, which he had just parked in the exterior garage, was tan. Nothing escaped being tainted by tan. Tan was the lifeless dead colour that surrounded him. He turned back toward the entryway, only giving the briefest glimpse upward toward the dome, which arched away into the tan sky. Wind whipped dry particles of dust and grit past him, swirling around the dome. Reaching to the side wall, he popped over the control box, punched in his command codes, and started the process to enter into the dome. The entryway dilated. He stomped a few more times, for all the good it would do. Then he entered the small outer lock. A gush of air pushed past him. The pressurised decontamination system had started. He would follow it step by step. Doing so would allow him to continue his entry into the dome. The airlocks were not designed to equalise pressure. They were built to produce pressure gradients, which kept things out of the dome. The outer entry closed together with a snap. The next door dilated open and he stepped forward. The illumination came on and a storage bin slid open. Taking the data stick out from his belt, he inserted the narrow information storage and processing device into the slot where its information would be transferred to the appropriate people. I know you gathered what I saw, but it was not good. Michael stated as the data stick flashed a bit. Not as powerful or as interactive as an artificial intelligence, data sticks were used in many aspects of dome life. Those transferred facts would then be incorporated into his personal report. The physical data stick would not go any further than this slot in decontamination. It would never be used again. Michael dropped his hat, pulled the goggles off, and stripped off his hooded coveralls, socks, underwear and shoes. The coveralls were soft and pliable, even though they contained the radiation-absorbing materials, which had been standard issue for as long as he could remember. Old-timers spoke of enclosed suits and isolated air supplies, but that was before the RAM fabric was developed. Taking up the goggles and the hat, he looked at them and shook his head. They were coated in tan. He knew he would never see them again. They were radioactive and toxic, but regretted the waste of technology. He placed all his belongings into the storage bin. Pushing the lighted button over the bin, it snapped shut. The bin led to an incinerator where all his gear would be eliminated. The next entryway dilated, and he again felt the rush of air come past his now-naked body. The air always flowed from the interior toward the exterior. The next chamber was smaller than the last, and he stepped in and stood on the expanded metal of the floor. As soon as he stepped into that chamber, the floor recognised his presence and signalled the door to close. Here it comes, he muttered. He felt the rinse rise. He knew it was not water. That was far too precious for decontamination procedures. But he still felt wet as the mist enveloped him. 
He then felt the warmth of the broad-spectrum lighting come on. At first, it was pleasant enough. But like in all things, that pleasure did not last very long. Soon the heat was uncomfortable. Not long after that, it became painful. The pain intensified steadily. Michael stoically remained expressionless. The lights extinguished themselves just before the point of blistering skin. Exploding eyeballs or scalding bones. He knew he would have diarrhoea later as a result of the internal cleansing that just took place. Probably blood in his urine as well. Just another typical mission. Only this time he was alone in passing through decontamination. A new bin opened, and his neatly folded dome clothing was inside. He pulled on a shirt, underwear and pants, placed his feet into his shoes, and stood still. Only then did the last dilation happen. Again, he was hit with gushing air as he stepped out of the entry portal and into the dome itself.